0: Hey, what's going on, family? This is your boy, Josh, and you are tuning in to the podcast, Just a Kid from Gary, podcast that highlights individuals that grew up in Gary or cities like Gary and now are doing amazing things. And today, I got a special for you guys. I got a special for you guys. Um, So the definition of entrepreneur, the definition of a hustler sometimes goes uh, without saying, but sometimes it needs to be broken down and it needs to be defined. Especially when it's happening within our community, and today I think I have exactly that and even more. But I'm gonna let she, I'm gonna let her tell you about that. I'm just gonna give her a proper introduction. Um, today, guys, I'm sitting with an entrepreneur. Um, she is doing a lot of dope things. Um, I'm sitting with actually Saniqua. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good.
0: That's good. That's good. That's good. I'm actually excited about this podcast. Um, I'm actually interested. Um, and knowing your story, I, I've been uh watching you. I followed you a while back on my personal gram, and then um I, after I got everything kicked up as far as my podcast going, I was like, "Yes, this is." I didn't know she was from. And I'm, I'm gonna tell. Like, I, I seen your your brand. That's what that's what attracted to me because I, so I was like, "Wait a minute! Like, who's putting out these shirts with like definition and words and stuff like that?" <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "But I like it though." You know what I'm saying? It was like it was just real. It was branded really well. And uh, we share like similar backgrounds because I also own a brand myself. So when things are appealing and dope, I just instantly like um, I'm attracted to it. So real quick, give us your story. Let us know your quick bio and how are you doing, basically?
1: All right. So my name is Sonequa Marie. That's um, actually my pen name that I go by. So I'm a writer, artist, and entrepreneur. So my main, I would say like my main title is not, I was saying Arthur, but um, I've been a hustler all my life. And I recently launched my clothing line called the C. Marie Collection. And that's like the definition that you saw. And basically, I just plan on um, expanding as much as I can to, you know, just reach the level of success.
0: Sure. C. Marie, that's the name of the brand, right?
1: Mm-hmm. C. Marie uh, Collection.
0: C. Marie Collection. That represents. Mm-hmm. Basically, you like, for example, what you have on and other pieces. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So I started out, I've always wanted, this is an authentic, um, crop hoodie. So I've always wanted to start a clothing line. Um, but I really didn't know exactly how to do it. So once I came about, like started planning and everything, I wanted to do something that kind of tied into me being a writer. Sure. And I wanted to have something that people could relate to, you know, because a lot of times we have our clothing lines and we see clothing lines that they'll have their logo on there. And, you know, basically things that represent their And I wanted to have something that people could wear that doesn't just represent my brand, but represent them, too. Absolutely. So I started off, um, I wanted to do like words and sayings that we use every day. We use to describe you know ourselves. So that's kind of why I came with it. The first, the very first one I had was, was bad bitch.
2: Mm-hmm. Because,
1: you know, a lot of ladies, a lot of women, you know, we call ourselves bad bitches and it's not a bad thing. It's just to boost our confidence. So, you know, you might be feeling down one day and you're looking in your closet and you want to get dressed and you like, you know what, I'm going to put my bad bitch shirt on today. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm about to kill it. I'm about to, you know, do this and that. So, then I just started coming up with different sayings that, that people could use, um, you know, to just boost their confidence or just to they could use that to describe their self.
0: Gotcha. And that transition, I mean, like the what, what transition from going from like, like wanting to be an entrepreneur or before being an entrepreneur and after like, what was that transition for you?
1: Well, I've kind of always been a, a hustler like I sold food before I did my crochet thing and entrepreneur is just basically like the, the business, like the legal side of it, you know, like actual LLCs and, you know, business bank accounts and stuff like that. So that's kind of like where it ties in, you know, cause a lot of people are hustlers, but once you to get to the entrepreneur you know side of it that's when you start just doing all the legal things and you know filing your business on your taxes and you know the doing everything like the legit way
0: yeah yeah that and now i think that's like what one thing we have to learn about like for example like we could be bringing in a lot of cash doing whatever our hustle is but if we don't legitimize it then there's no really way to really like benefit off of it because like for example there's tax credits you know what i'm saying there's things that we can actually apply to our businesses that can like really like save us on the other end so i feel you on that one let's go back a little bit so um just to give the audience a little bit of credibility so you're from gary right
1: yeah i was born and raised in gary um i didn't graduate high school in gary my junior year in high school i moved to milwaukee with my mom and then i graduated high school there but um elementary middle school and then for half of high school i've been in gary you've been in gary that's
0: what's up i mean shout out to you being an entrepreneur shout out to you doing dope things but what was your experience like growing up like were you in part of like were you a part of like you know what I'm saying the i'll say it like this were you like having fun growing up were you like trying to keep your head in the books like or like were you like ratchet like <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I
1: grew up um on the west side of Gary in the Tolleson area and I actually the house that I grew up in, I lived there for about like sixteen years, mm-hmm. was actually across the street from Tollison Park, the yeah. water park and everything. Okay, so my no childhood was fun, you know, because we had a lot of things to do. Um it wasn't it wasn't really that rough. We didn't have much growing up as far as like um, you know, a lot of money or anything, but just kind of looking back, I can tell that we just you know, use what we had to to make the times better,
0: sure I mean so
1: it, it wasn't that rough, but you do see a lot of things, and it's technically the hood, you know, so Absolutely. of course it's, you know fights and death, shootings, you know all types of things going on, but um just kind of try to make way around it, you know, I tried not to get too involved, you know, in like a lot of the,
0: the things that were going on. I've yeah. always kind of like been to myself. Respect. Respect. Yeah. I mean, you know, the city, the city, like, it has this way of, if you, like, if you know how to embrace it, it embraces you, right? And so many people, like, could get lost into it. Uh, Like, what, what did you do not to? Like, were you like, staying active were you staying busy or you know what i'm saying you was just like one of these like were you just a person that just thought different i mean
2: yeah
1: sometimes uh we can get like caught up into like what our friends are doing what our family you know what i'm saying is doing but i feel like i've always had a main goal you know i always knew that i was different Yeah. so i've always kind of been like a leader i never really like followed behind too many people i just made sure i my head on straight, and I've always been like a not row student, and you know, what I'm saying stuff like that. And I did try to keep busy, I wasn't too into sports, but I was on a drill team, okay. Um, you know, at Westside, and we you know participate in drill team competitions and stuff like that. So I just really always been um goal driven, you know, I always kind of like set a goal and want to accomplish.
0: I'm gonna tell you something about the drill team thing. <laughs> I so I, I had like weirdly enough. I didn't understand this, but for a long time, I had, like, a a strong attraction to women in uniforms, right? And I didn't realize that my attraction came from watching, like, all the Drill Team girls, like, because, like, it was work. Westside. Was it Lou Wallace?
2: Yeah, Lou Wallace. Lou
0: Wallace, yeah. And I don't know, just something attractive about girls in, like, uniforms. That that was just super attractive (laughs) to me. And I was just always like, man, that's and honestly, like that—that's why I have like a low-key attraction for like women in uniforms. But um, for people that don't know, like the drill team, like in Gary is probably like—it's like cheerleading. It's okay, so it's like, like, like for like at least for women, guys can do a drill team too. Don't get me wrong, but like I knew that there was a large amount of women or girls that participated in it versus guys. And I mean, you tell it—you was in it. What, 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 what was, what, what was being, what was that like being part of the drill team?
1: Well, you know, to be a part of the drill team you had to have um J R O T C um as an elective. So it really talked to a lot about about leadership and about um like being a team and basically like precision. You know, we did like the walk in, the cadence and everything like yep. that. And the drill team was basically just like another branch. So the women um we most mostly girls we had guys on the team too but we did the unarmed drill team so that's when we would do like the stumps and the claps and everything then we had the armed drill team where they would be in the competitions with like the big rifles on on them up in the air and all that so it was it was a really fun time that was like my some of my best moments in high school was being on the drill team
0: yeah that you know that was your moment to show out like you know once you had you had and you was whipping your head and stuff (laughs) that was your moment like man yeah yeah shout out man Do they still? are they still doing that or
1: no not at all not not that i know of because i even i've always wanted to to come back and help you know like when we were when we were in school there was always the alumni that would come back and help us you know so i always wanted to do that but yeah, they don't even they don't even do it anymore.
0: Yeah, that's tough. I'm not going to lie cuz that was a great program. And um yeah, it, it was a lot of benefits. I was always a part, like not I would do either sports or I was part of like the band. So like when it came down to it like we would have those competitions, we would be the drums, you know what I'm saying? Drum section, you know what I'm saying? Cheering on the ladies or whatever. It it was just always good and there was always big showdowns at West Side and stuff like that. So man, that that actually like brought back a lot of memories for me um you were talking about um like talents right and i Mm -hmm. i i I did some research on you and i was looking through and you are talking about being a talented person can you can you describe that for me and you break that down like what that means to be a talented individual
1: talented um well for one to me it's like god-given talent you know like things that you're good at that you don't really try to be good at but then you can just, like, have a small – you can be good at something like that's very small. And then if you, like, work towards it and basically practice, then you'll become some good at it. But I look at myself as a talented individual because I've always done a lot. Like, um, like, I write. I know how to crochet. I know how to dance. I know how to cook. It's just a lot of things that I know how to do. And then I get to a point in my life where I'm like, okay – I need to use these talents to start making me money. Yeah. You know, so that's when I start really getting into all my talents and basically just, you know what I'm saying, throwing them out there.
0: Yeah. When you said cook, um I didn't know you had to have a talent to cook.
1: I mean, not necessarily, <laughs> but I I'm real I, I'm just I'm real with good you. in the kitchen. I'm just messing <laughs> with you. So I think it's a talent. Respect,
0: respect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can if you can make me like make my eyes close as I'm eating your food then that's how you know you got a talent like if I if I go this is good if I do that then that's how I know you know what I'm saying you got a talent so. but um you know I, I like the I like something that you said you said you realize that you have these talents and then you ask yourself how can I put these talents to use so that I can make money? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no sense of me having these gifts. I can't make any money off of it. Um So talk to me about, you know, taking your talents. Like, what was the first endeavor you did to get your talents off the ground and really start, like, saying this is something that I can do? Was it the T-shirt company or was it, like, maybe you cooked a few meals and made a couple of dollars? Like, what was
2: it?
1: Well, when I, when I first got into the, like the business mind frame, it was like 2018. So it was yeah. kind of like the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. And that's kind of like when I told myself, you know, I really wanted to to be serious with my talents. So I wanted to make money off of my talent. Um, When I was cooking, that was something that really just came about. Like I'm, I'm like a, a real hustler. So like if, or three people ask me about the same thing i automatically think of ways that i can make money so when i was selling food it was like these nice like i used to put together these like loaded salads so that was like back in 2015 when i was doing that but 2018 is when i really told myself like okay you know i'm about to be serious with this i'm about to be serious with writing i'm about to be serious with you know whatever it is that i can do and i just started rotating um, and just kept trying until I finally found exactly what it was
0: that i that I wanted to do and that was that was writing for you right mm-hmm. yeah, so you're currently writing your third book you put out mm-hmm. two, and I was actually interested by your first one because uh I believe it was what was it um how how did you put it how to
1: how to transform your physique
0: how to transform your physique mm
1: hmm
0: was this specifically for women or or for men, or both?
1: Um, it was it's for both, but it was aimed towards women. And like that's another thing that that goes into what I said when different people ask me certain things. So I had my son in 2016, and um, you know when we have kids, we we gain a lot of weight. So I gained a lot of weight. And I just started, you know, eating healthy and I started exercising and I was putting a lot of it on my social media. Like at the gym, I was posting it, posting different meals. And a lot of um, women would would write me and ask me, like, you know, what can I do to lose my stomach? What can I do to this? You know, so that's when I came about it. I'm like, OK, I'm just about to write a book about, you know, the things that I did and the things that I'm doing. And of course, you know, other things that they can do. So that's really where that where that book came came about and it was really hard because I did have to do a lot of research yeah. and, you know like a lot of um you know background information citation and everything like that but um that's that's definitely how that first book came about because I've always been like a a urban fiction writer, like a story writer. Yeah. But I did that. I definitely did that one for the ladies because I know a lot of people was saying that they wanted to lose weight. So that was just really to encourage, you know, um, them to do it. And then even jumping off that, I had started a fitness line. It was called um, Top Notch Physique and Fitness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I was doing workout classes. It was called um, Full Body Boot Camp. This was like last year. So I was having classes at the Hudson Campbell's and yeah. Gary um and I was doing classes like it was like for a couple of months and it was like once a week and I had like a lot of ladies that would come out and work out and they would buy the book and you know I just would help them out in um different things like that so that's you, that's definitely you, how that how that book came about.
0: Did you see a lot of transformation from from the ladies?
1: Yeah, a couple of people um I know. You know like sometimes people are not you know that consistent but i know a couple of people actually started through you know like they started from day one to day, you know whatever was when they you know they finished but i did get a lot of good reviews on the book That's um good. they were saying like it helped them out and i and i tried to put everything in there that helped me like um, i got ways to stay motivated different challenges and it's like um i'm talking to them too in the book not just listing things but i'm saying like okay you know this is this and this is what i did you know
2: and yeah. don't get
1: discouraged so I, I did get a lot of feedback off of um
2: off of that book
0: that's huge that's huge congratulations to you Thank um you. i i well, the reason why I even like when i seen him like my just everything was like really elated because I was looking at how, like, people in Gary, like, it's hard for us to, like, really get to healthier lifestyles. Um, re- reason why is because either way, we ha- we face food deserts, um, the education behind what we eat and what we put in our bodies is not there. And then, too, um, there is, like, the lack of, like, you know, we have the and Camel, but how many workout facilities do you have across the city?
2: Exactly. Just you know
0: what I'm one. saying? Just that one. So um, I actually did the research, and Gary is the, the the largest, or we have the largest percent for obese people within the city. Oh wow! So I feel like your like your book could really even dynamic in a dynamic way help others. You know what I'm saying? Um, are you still like how how where are you at with Are you like still promoting it? Like are you still pushing it? Or
1: um, not so much because I've been like pushing my other books because i kind of want to be more known as like the urban fiction author but i do still have sales and things like that and as far as a fitness brand um i don't really too much promote it that much but i do still have like the instagram page and everything up but i do plan on getting back to it because people like will randomly ask like hey do you still do classes or we gonna do another class and then, you know, that's when two, three people, you know, say the yep. same thing and they click like, OK, well, maybe I just start this back up. So I was thinking, you know, at the beginning of the year, I was going to start back, you know, doing things because even with that, I did a lot of things that people participate in. Like, I remember one time I had like a um, a water challenge and I was challenging everybody to drink a gallon of water in one day. And like a lot of people was tagging me and, you know, writing on the gallon of um water just like different you know motivational things that help them drink it throughout the day and i got a lot of feedback off of that so um i was thinking about doing different things like that so just different challenges and stuff that people could participate in absolutely. and i i did notice that that helped you know kind of encourage people to to want to you know lose weight and stuff more too.
0: absolutely yeah <laughs> i and, and i i've in the last past what four or five months i've been taking my fitness journey way more serious like, in that high school, I was good because I was playing football. I was playing sports. But, like, after that, your body changed. Like, your life changed. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you, you have kids. I had a kid. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, so much change. And you get to the point where, you know what I'm saying, you start you putting it off. But I think that, you know what I'm saying, we need to b- bring it back. And I actually got an idea for you that we're going to talk about off camera. That okay. um. You know, say if you're if you're up for it, we can we could do. But it's all about inspiring people. Right. And so right. Um, ways that we can inspire people, ways that we can help each other. So I'm going to definitely talk to you about that. But um, you, you're writing. You wrote three books. What was your second book? Because I actually like the title second, of it.
1: <laughs> second is Midwest Chronicles, volume
0: one. Midwest Chronicles. And this is mm-hmm. your urban fiction story, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And it's actually a book of short stories. And I named it Midwest Chronicles because um, in the stories, it's ba- the characters are based out of different cities in the Midwest. Gary, Chicago, Milwaukee, and Detroit. So, you know, I'm from Gary. And then us being, you know, really close to Chicago. We go to Chicago a lot. We, you know, have family. I know a lot of people out there. And then I lived in Milwaukee. My mom, she's always lived out there. Mm-hmm. And then I graduated high school out there. I think I lived in Milwaukee for only two years and then came back. And then Detroit, I've always liked Detroit. So I just kind of wanted to um, give like geographical hints. You know, so as soon as they see the book, Midwest Chronicles, like, okay, this is the Midwest. You know, you can see the Chicago skyline, you know what I'm saying, on the front of it. So yeah. I know that would like grab, you know what I'm saying, more attention. So they'll know like, okay, you know, this is a book based off our area because I read a lot of books, a lot of urban books, And they're always based out of like New York or, you know, Florida, California, you know what I'm saying? Always these different places, but you don't never really hear about art, not artists, but characters in a book from like cities around here. Absolutely. That was my main reason for naming it Midwest Chronicles.
0: Did you take up any type of like marketing courses? Because I think that's a brilliant marketing piece, actually.
1: Um, I didn't, but I do read a lot. So I did read a book about um marketing and branding as a as an artist. Yeah, so I, I do read a lot of books to kind of um you know just enhance my business and everything. So yeah. I read a lot of
2: books
0: that could that could help me. Yep. Yeah, I th- yeah. <laughs> like I said, I think that's brilliant because, like you said, Midwest Chronicles. What does Midwest consider like? All those reasons that you mentioned and maybe sometimes even more so that would make people want to like if they're in the areas they want to buy it like they want to capture that 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 story they want to capture that moment um yeah that's really dope and a
1: lot of people always say like they've never well a lot of people say they've never met an arthur but they always say they've never met an arthur from where they're from yeah so i kind of think i did a good job with that too just kind of you know, embracing the, the Midwest and not just putting it as just one, you know, one area, just like the Midwest as a whole.
0: How does how does the city embrace you as an entrepreneur, by the way?
1: um, They like me. <laughs> and I've always kind of been, um, you know, like a people person. I've always been like laid back and cool and not in too much drama. So they, I definitely get a lot of support from people, from, from everybody. In Gary. I'm not going to say everybody in Gary, but I get a lot of support from people in Gary. And a lot of people say, you know, that Gary doesn't support their own and different things. But it's just like, if you're consistent, you know, that's what people going to support. They think... Um, and that that's anywhere. Support-
0: that's anywhere.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. And they, they'll say like, oh, yeah, I only support popular people. But it's just like, how do we become popular? Because, you know, we've always been consistent. We always put ourselves out there. We always coming up with, you know, new ideas, new hustles, new you know what I'm saying things to sell and things to do so that's how you know you become you become popular in your city you just gotta keep going so yeah I, I do get um a lot of support in the city and especially with the clothing line I'm not gonna lie I was a bit shocked mm-hmm. to see it but I'm like I knew I, I knew I had a good idea with the t-shirt and like the more people kept buying and I'm just like okay you know they they really rocking with it they really you know what I'm saying did
0: you did you I run ads on that? Hmm? Did you run ads? Um, no,
1: hey. not on the not on the clothing line. I only really do it on my books. But I wanted to, but they denied it because you know I had some bad bitch shirt. Okay. On there, so I know I could have did it like a different way, but um, nope. I just just really just off my social media. Gotcha. Facebook, Instagram, you know, Snapchat, Twitter, all of that, and I just you know promote myself.
0: Hey, that's what's up. I cause I mm-hmm. I don't know if I. I don't know if I've seen a shirt like you, like yours that's out there, but i seen something. Um, they were running an ad and it had like the or it just might have been your page, either one. And I was curious on like when 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 marketing your products. Right. Um, and you said you've seen the best results from like just social media. But break that down. Like how important is the tool social media? Well,
1: you know, social media is really taking over right now. So one thing that I did is kind of like study social media, you know, like you can look at different posts and see like what people react to see like the different times that more people are on there, then just, you know, ways to like catch everybody's attention. So social media marketing is, is definitely, um it's like a big part of having a business because that's where everybody is at. I do go out and like, um, put my flyers and different businesses and everything. But social media is definitely, like, the key. So it's, it's very important to, like, promote and, you know, market that business on social media. And then it's just about the way that you're doing it. You can't just say, hey, y'all, buy this. But just, you know, let them know that this is something that that they will want to have. Yeah. You know, kind of um, cater to the customer. You know, nobody owes you nothing. And I kind of see that a lot of people, you know, they come out with these businesses and they just think that everybody's supposed to support them. True. But it don't work like that. You got to you gotta let the customer know like, hey, I got what you need. Hey, you should buy this because it'll make you look like this or feel like this, you know. So that's kind of like some of the things that I do when it comes to like promoting and everything.
0: If you had to give advice to someone step by step on how to Write a book or build a build a brand for a book, what would you tell them?
1: Um, I would say just start because sometimes the hardest part is is starting. But like once you start, doesn't matter if you start with a paragraph or like a sentence, you start it and you can always go back and change. You know, you can always do things differently. And then I would say like plan it out. You know, um, always have a plan, always write it down. And then that way, you know, you can see it instead of just you know thinking it in your head, so um, I definitely would say like like plan things out and kind
0: of um and just do it really yeah yeah i I agree with you that's the probably um it, because actually once you even get started you're you're, you're navigate, that's when everything like like really begins because once you get started, then you have to do research to like solve all these problems that you start walking into um but if if you could like help people. Um, or give some advice that could help people to like miss some of those, um, uh, obstacles or whatever objections that they're going to have when, you know what I'm saying, starting that, what would you say? You know what I'm saying? Just to like give people like a little game, you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, what works for me is just, um, like seeing it. So, like I was saying, like, writing things down. You can even, like, put it up on a calendar or, like, on a refrigerator. That's just something that that helps me. Like, if you if you have, like, a mango or something you want to do, and if you just keep looking at it every day, it's kind of going to be embedded, you know, in the back of your mind. It's yeah. kind of going to help you work towards it. So, like, say if you, if somebody said they wanted to start a T-shirt line, and they can put it on the paper, like, I want to start a T-shirt line and put it on the refrigerator. You know, they might. Do other things, you know, procrastinate. But it's like if, you, if you're if looking at it every day, I want to start a teacher line, I want to start a teacher line, that'll kind of help you work towards it more instead of it just, you know, being in your head or in your phone. So um, that's like one of the main things that helped me is just really just writing it down. And then there's no right or wrong way to do it. You know, you can't really focus on like, well, if other people would like it or how other people would feel. You just kind of got to believe in yourself. You know, off the gate, it's okay to get you know opinions from like family and friends, but you can't really let that stop you. So that's like one thing. Um, that's like another thing that really helps me is like just confidence. You gotta, if you have confidence in whatever it is you want to sell, you want to do, then it'll it'll be successful. Respect,
0: respect. That's Mm -hmm. the confidence piece is a big one because. That's that's the that's the thing that stops people from continue to go after their goals, right? You get socked, you get punched, somebody tells you, you no, know, you get a bad review, um, you go to do a, a business venture, it doesn't work out, and you go, well, I tried, and that's it. But when you're able to have that level of confidence, you know that that change. Are, who's in your corner? You know what I'm saying? Because I know, like, just, just I just know the stigma of the city um a lot there's not like a, a plethora of entrepreneurs that are doing their own thing and they have like this huge rah-rah i mean even, don't get me wrong there are their groups but like i'm talking about like the, huge, the the larger scope where we're like praising and celebrating entrepreneurs especially out of our city who's in your corner who's helping you who's keeping you motivated um during your during your you know vulnerable moments
1: um really just like my family and friends I don't have and like a lot of I talk a lot of people when I say this like I don't have like a manager or like a brand advisor or anything like that I've kind of been you know just doing a lot on my own but really just the support from you know my friends family and you know my supporters the people you know that I interact with on social media um they kind of keep me you know keep me uplifted and everything even sometimes like when I feel like oh I don't want to do this or you know some things going wrong and then like somebody could just will randomly say like hey i want to get a t-shirt or hey I you know i want to get your book you know and like sometimes it just takes like that one person to kind of give you that um that boost that you may need so definitely um that's what kind of helps
2: me yeah
0: i mean when it, and that's the interesting when it comes down to your branding i was actually looking at i thought you had like a brand manager or someone that was helping you with branding. Because even how you were branding yourself, I'm like, oh, this girl, she like, you know what I'm saying, she she, she ain't playing with you guys, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, it's interesting to hear that you're not really working with anybody. So, like, your ideas and, uh, like, how you brand yourself, like, what instruments are you using to, you know what I'm saying, identify that? Or or, or is it just, like, you have an idea, you do it, it works, and then you you, you continue to do it? I, I
1: read a lot of books like a lot of things that I'm interested in, um, cause you know, are books about everything. Facts. So that's really what helped me, um, you know, with branding and everything, just reading books. I read, I read a book about social media marketing. I read a book about marketing as an author, urban fiction writing. Um, I listen to, um, not podcasts, but like different YouTube videos. And it's this, um, website, it's called, um, I think it's called Course Catalog or Course Connect or something like that. Okay. And you can, um, like, like look at different lectures from, like, um, college professors and stuff. My, one of my older cousins, he gave me, like, his login um, to get on there. And then I looked on there, and I was typing in, like, how to be a best-selling author, you know, and different things like that. So I really just educate myself because, you know, it is just me. So I just make sure that I try to learn, you know, as much as it is as I can to, you know, do the things that I want to do.
2: Yeah.
1: And even with the T-shirt designs, like I designed those myself on like Canva.com. Yeah. And it took me a long time to come up with the the font that I wanted. Like I was trying so many different fonts. It took me like a month to come up with the right font. But when I finally saw it and find it, I'm like, OK, this, you know is, what I'm it. this is it.
0: this is it. I know that feeling like where it's just you've put so much work into it and you put so much time into it that you know for sure you're looking at the finished product and that that's a good feeling as an entrepreneur that's a good feeling then you can because then you can yeah. get behind it you can sell it like you can actually be like yo like buy this and the reason why i want you to buy this because i'm in love with it you know what I mean? like that's just yeah. a different that's just a different branding but man shout out to what you're doing you know what i'm saying i think that a lot of times in our city you know we don't really recognize the people that are doing dope things and that's what I love to do, you know. So I love to come on here and talk to people like you, uh, that have a story, uh, that, that came from something and that wants to make themselves, you know what I'm saying, um, into something. What is the end goal for you?
1: The end goal, I wanna write a movie. So that's kinda like what I've been looking into. I've been kinda looking into um like screenwriting and things like that. So I wanna either write a movie or like a series. So that's that's another thing that I want to get into. Um, I want to create like a web series where it's like different episodes, you know, like every week or something like that, like on YouTube. So I just really want to advance in writing because I feel like that's the, that's my top talent, you know, and that's like the thing that I love to do the most. So I just kind of want to go like all out. I don't want to limit myself to just books. And I don't want to limit myself to just urban books. I want to be able to write a, you know, a motivational book or, you know, like I did the fitness book. You know, I kind of want to be an artist of different genres, too. So that's basically like my my main goal is to advance as a writer. And then like as far as the clothing line, um, you know, I want to advance with that, too but it's just you know like how we always say like we need seven forms of income yeah. so that's kind of like where, where i'm going towards so, so i want to eventually open up another business like start off, start a different business venture i don't know exactly what i want it to be yet but i do know that <clears throat> i want to just advance you know as an entrepreneur i don't want to limit myself to just being an artist or just only having a global line i want to you know do a lot of different things
0: yeah i I think that you uh, hit on something um, when you said basically as an entrepreneur, you want to make seven streams of income, right? And one thing that you might think about is within like the book industry and the t-shirt industry, how can you multiply it, right? Like, How can you make two or three forms of income within selling books and marketing and whatever or within, you know, t-shirts? And I know that comes with like trying to define all that. But it's it's something that I think about. Like I'm an architectural designer, right? And I'm also into fashion. So and, and podcasting. But I try to infuse all of them so they can like so I don't have to like bring in another entity to make money. In I know that one of those three are able to make two or three. So like like for example, take real estate, right? In real estate, you have okay, invest, real estate investing, or you could do like the wholesale route. Or you could do develop, developer, and if you do, let's say investing and a developer, then there's so many opportunities for income just within just those two. So that's just a quick, you know, what I'm saying example. But think about that, you know, what I'm saying, like instead of you know ex- extending yourself beyond maybe within the the the, the realms that you're planning, might be some opportunity. So um, before you get out of here, what is some advice you'll give to the youth? What is some advice you would give to a younger you that's out there looking to be motivated?
2: <laughs> a
1: younger me, um, I definitely would say just don't listen to other people because you know when we're young you know we're out there we care about friends family and a lot of times you know when we're young we care about the opinions of others but like we have to get in that mind frame of you know we don't care what nobody say we don't care about what nobody thinks you know if this if it sounds good to us then it then it should be good so that's basically what i would say just keep that confidence and keep that drive to keep going even if you know some things doesn't work out you can always do the same thing a different way. And that's so, what I tell people too. Like it's, it's a lot of different ways to say the same thing. And it's a lot of different ways to do the same thing. So like if you, if it doesn't work this way, <clears throat> it's still maybe a hundred other ways, you know what I'm saying? To, to do the same thing, like the same goal. So that's definitely why I would say like, just, you know, just keep pushing and keep that confidence because it's so easy to get, discouraged especially off social media you know we compare our lives a lot and you know we looking at this person doing this and we want to do that but you know we don't know you know exactly what exactly what that person did you know to get there we only see their high moments we don't see their low moments so we just got to understand like you know we're all human you know mistakes gonna come you know um everything not gonna always you know it's not gonna always be good so we that's another thing we got to kind of
0: not compare ourselves you know to things we see on social media too. facts big Ooh. facts social <laughs> media social media can, man it could really change your life it can even have you thinking that you're not even doing anything and you're doing like a lot of dope stuff and just because you're comparing to others you're like man ain't doing nothing and that's not even a, that's not even the case so yeah shout out to that man that's that's good advice for real um but yeah I, I'm really excited about this conversation. Um, I, I, like I said, it, this is my goal to just constantly highlight people that are doing dope things. So continue, you know what I'm saying? And, and two, three years, I want to see your brand globally. I want to see your book globally. And you know what I'm saying? If you're working on that movie salute, you know? Um, and right before you go, where can people follow you if they want to tap in, see what you're doing? What can people type in with you? Um, well, first,
2: I
1: have a website is um, www.soniquamarie.com and that's where you can get um, you can shop for my COVID line, you can get my books on there um, also I have my books on Amazon so it's like the paperback and the Kindle versions They're on Amazon you can just type in my name um, on Facebook, my name is Sonequa Marie, um, stuff the same Instagram it's Sonequa underscore Marie and then on Twitter, my Twitter handle is she always right with W-R-I-T-E
0: Is she always right? Yep
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like a double um, cause i I'm obsessed with double meanings. like that's actually my new book um, Hustle and Faith it has a double meaning but yeah I, I like that cause it's like she always right then she always right so it's kind of like a, a double meaning I
0: just got that yo I just got that I see that she's yeah. always alright alright double <laughs> what they call it double entendre yeah so, look, mm. hey, hey, thanks. Make, let me make sure I get your name right. Saniqua. <laughs> yeah. Saniqua. thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, I look forward to, you know what I'm saying, us running running into each other and doing some amazing things. But, look, guys, you've been tuning in to the podcast just to keep Gary been tuning in with Saniqua talking to her about her books and entrepreneurship. Man, y'all give her a follow. Y'all support the podcast. I'm out.
2: Thank you.